Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number four. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. I'll be your presenter. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast, The King is Coming Soon, via the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. And on a number of platforms, I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine current geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are the White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East News Highlights. Today, we have a very special guest presenter. He is Dr. Mordecai Kedar, an assistant professor at Baralion University in Israel. He teaches Arabic and Middle East studies. Please stay tuned. We also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. We'll definitely see how these paradigms point to the fact that Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, is coming soon. The King is Coming Soon podcast gives focus to actions and decisions of governments on earth and of the government in the kingdom of heaven. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the First Assembly of God Church in Salt Pond, Long Island, Bahamas. The name of the pastor is Pastor Craig Fox. To reach the church, you can call 1242-338-0074 or write to email address agsalt S-A-L-T P-O-N-D Pond at Outlook.com. They meet for services on Sundays at 10 a.m. and for midweek Bible study on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The people there are warm and friendly. To the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number four. We are looking at national and global news events. In segment one, the White House Roundup. On Monday, President Donald Trump issued a presidential message on the 75th anniversary of the Battle of Okinawa. According to the White House press release, the president stated on this day 75 years ago, one of the most intense conflicts of World War II, the Battle of Okinawa, concluded in a historic victory for the United States. He added that today we pause to remember the more than 12,000 American heroes who perished in this monumental struggle 
and pay tribute to thousands of service members who were instrumental in the forces of freedom emerging triumph. In describing the Battle of Okinawa, the president noted that it was the last major battle of World War II, dubbed Operation Iceberg. He stressed further that a fleet of 1,300 American ships and 50 British ships descended on the island of Okinawa in April of 1945 with a mission of securing it as a critical strategic base for Allied forces for the final stages of the war, which ended just months later in September 1945. By the time the battle ended, 26 ships had been sunk and another 168 ships were severely damaged. In total, the battle cost more than 200,000 lives, including the tragic loss of nearly 100,000 Okinawan civilians. The grueling struggle on Okinawa lasted three months and consisted of multiple battles, both at sea and on the island, added President Trump. According to the White House, there has been a total of 23 medals of honor awarded by U.S. presidents to these American patriots for their gallantry and courage during 82 days of fighting on the island. We'll take our second break. Our next segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Ranvelt Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The senior pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams at the West Church. They can be found on Facebook and they also meet on Sundays at 10 a.m. and on Sunday and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. They're doing a great work among people who are financially challenged and with children who have HIV AIDS. Visit when you are in Guyana. You will receive a warm welcome there. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our news is focused on national and global news events. Second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights. We have a special guest today. His name is Dr. Mordecai Kedar. He is an expert in Arabic and political science. He has been lecturing in Arabic and Middle East studies since 1994 at the Bar Alion University. He also serves as an adjunct lecturer at Tel Aviv University and at Ariel College in Israel. Dr. Kedar brings a wealth of knowledge. In addition to his teaching experiences, he served in Israel's Defense Forces as a Lieutenant Colonel, 
he is also a columnist to two Israeli publications. I first met Dr. Kedar in 2009 and then again in 2018 in Israel. We welcome Dr. Kedar as he gives a background analysis to the Arab-Israeli conflict. The Arab-Israeli conflict has some dimensions, religious, national, territorial, legal, and psychological. Religiously, Islam views Judaism as null and void, just like Christianity. So Israel, as a Jewish state, has no reason to exist. Jews, according to the Islamic rulings, should live under the Islamic yoke, and as them people with reduced rights, and they absolutely have no right to a state, sovereignty, army, police, or any other manifestation of independence. In addition, the land of Israel, the Jewish birthbed, is viewed by Islam as an Islamic soil, with absolutely no permission to others to acquire or to occupy it. So, according to the Islamic religion, Israel is totally illegitimate. The Arab national aspect is connected to the fact that uh, that Arabs do not accept any other living among them as equal. They feel humiliated by their defeat in all the wars against Israel, and therefore they cannot cope with the mere existence of the Jewish state. The international community has decided to establish Israel as a state for the Jewish people as of the San Remo Convention in 1920, 100 years ago. Arabs do not accept any international positive decision regarding Israel. So, altogether, Israel, according to the Arab approach, has no reason to exist and therefore Israel should be eradicated. Uh, the second question is how long has this conflict been taking place? Jews are being killed and murdered in Eretz Israel, the land of Israel, since 1860, means 160 years ago. So far, around 27,000 Jews, soldiers and civilians alike, were killed on the struggle of the Jewish people to live peacefully on its forefathers' land. Three, what does the Palestinian want? Basically, Palestinians want to get rid of the state of Israel altogether. But since Israel is too strong, they might take advantage of living near Israel, maybe even become Israeli citizen in order to change the nature of the state of Israel and turn it into another Arab state. So this is uh, what Palestinians today uh, are trying to do. Um, number four, can the international community peacefully resolve this conflict without jeopardizing Israel's national security interests? Well, it is very hard because all the solutions which were tailored by foreigners, by Europeans and by Americans, have already failed because these solution were, solutions were tailored by people who, thought, who were thinking like Europeans or Americans. 
while the Middle East needs solutions which are tailored according to the Middle Eastern culture. And uh, this is why I came out with this eight-state solution or eight-emirate solution, which you can find a lot on the internet about if you Google it. And this is the only way how to come to some peace between Israel and its neighbors. Um, what we are expecting from the world is to pray for us and to be with us with all people's heart in order to support us in this struggle because if Israel falls, the whole West will be the next. Israel is the front bastion of Western civilization here in the Middle East. And uh, uh, we all hope that Israel will survive forever because if Israel does not, the next will be Europe and then America. I pray for Israel. Is there anything else you'd like to wrap up? Anything else you'd like to add? Be- Israel is under a vile attack. You're listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The king is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. On the behalf of our podcast listeners, I'd like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Dr. Merdikai Kedar for providing to us a very lucid explanation on the Arab-Israeli conflict and for his request, among other points raised today, for us to pray for Israel. Before we wrap up our news coverage, I'd like to tell you of two books I have written. They are The Legitimacy of the Holy Bible as a Legal Instrument. Is International Law Greater Than the Word of God? This book was first published in 2007, and then I updated it in 2020. It was revised, and there is a new chapter, chapter 7. It is published by Zulan Press in Florida. The second book is Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? This book was published by Dorrance in 2014. Please visit the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com and Amazon.com to purchase a copy of each book. TheKingIsComingSoon.com will take you directly to the publishers. They are a must-read. Finally, in segment three, we'll look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional, and have a quick review of today's news coverage. We'll review the news first. On Monday, President Trump issued a presidential message on the 75th anniversary of the Battle of Okinawa internationally. On Monday, Dr. Mordecai Kedar, in his interview, traces the modern Arab-Israeli conflict back to the 1800s. Dr. Kedar calls on Christians to pray for Israel. Updates from the Kingdom of Heaven our devotional. The basis of this podcast is governed by the overarching message that Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, is coming soon. It serves to remind as well as inform our listeners 
that while we must occupy ourselves with our daily living experiences and demands, we must also be prepared for an any-minute interruption by the Lord in our world affairs. While the Lord urges us to occupy, he also added that we must watch and be ready. Conflicts among peoples are signs that we must pay attention to the message of the Lord's promised return. In the book of Matthew chapter 22 from verses 1 to 9, it is written, And Jesus answered and spoke to them by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding and they were not willing to come. Again, he sent out other servants saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fatted cattle are killed and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. But they made light of it and went their way, one to his own farm, another to his own business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully and killed them. But when the king heard it, he was furious. He sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready. But those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. This was taken from the New King James Version. Jesus himself tells the story we just read. Here he's demonstrating how matters pertaining to the kingdom of heaven are treated with indifference and to some extent with hostility. The Lord Jesus says that a certain king wanted all the citizens to witness the marriage of his son to his beautiful bride. However, there was a very strange response to the public wedding invitation. The folks in town cared not for the king, and so they rejected his invitation. I don't know about you, but I love weddings. I love to stand outside the church and await the exit of the bride and the groom. The country I'm from, that was a favorite pastime at our home church in the city, especially when you're not invited to the wedding. What Jesus is saying, what was he saying to us? He posits that the king, his father, has extended an open invitation to all mankind to receive the invitation to share in the glory of a relationship with his son. So do not abhor this invitation. Take it as it is free. And one day you'll be really happy that you did and you will be there in his presence in this great future event. Take time to consider matters that are eternally related. Let us pray. Abba Father, we thank you that there is a big wedding day coming and you have invited us to participate in having a relationship with your only begotten son, Jesus. Help us not ignore this invitation. 
in the quest to do our own business. It is very important and that's the reason why Jesus told this story. He's saying that you have given a public invitation to all mankind, but that not only some have rejected the invitation, but that some have done acts of violence against the king's servants. Forgive us, we pray, and have mercy on us this day in Jesus' name. In closing the podcast, The King is Coming Soon was produced by Dominion Media. We would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms. In closing the podcast, The King is Coming Soon was produced by Dominion Media. We would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors, as well as Okuch, my friend, for his handiwork in blowing the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus is coming soon. See you next time.